0: Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Lambert, and this is the In Seclusion podcast mini series. This week, I will be talking with law students about how they are coping with the changes at their law schools, how their schools prepared them for the transition to online learning, the pass fail grades, semester finals, and what is happening for their summer and fall associate plans. Morgan McGreevy is a second year law student at the University of Texas. Before going to law school, Morgan spent the last decade working as an insurance underwriter. Well, Morgan, thanks for taking a a few minutes to talk with me today. Sure. Happy to be here. So looking back now, when did you realize that this was going to be a major disruption? Uh, I'm sure initially for your spring semester, but now you're realizing this is going to be a major disruption, at least for the spring and
1: the summer. So I I think for me, uh, I'm a little bit of a late bloomer when it comes to this stuff, because usually, especially during the semester, I'm you know, pretty much me and my briefs, I, I don't really focus on a whole lot of what's going on, you know, outside of the law school classroom or the library or anything like that. So, I you know, obviously you hear a lot of people talking about it and a lot of people, you know, saying there's you know something going on overseas, it's possibly coming here. And I kind of, you know, I was certainly somewhat concerned, but never really thought that it was going to be much of an impact in the United States. I just thought it'd be fairly localized or regionalized and we'd be able to get it taken care of. Uh, But then right before spring break, actually, you know, every, a little bit of informal discussion with your professors right before class starts and they start saying, oh, we've got to bend the curve. And I'm thinking, I've never heard that term before. I don't know what that (laughs) means. Uh, And then, uh, you know, okay, well, we haven't bent it. So now we need to start shutting stuff down. And you know, and they're like, oh, we don't think we're going to see you again. And so like really right before spring break, which obviously, I don't know if you know this about UT or not, but we didn't officially know that we were going to be coming back or not uh, going into spring break. Okay. So when was your spring break? Uh, you know, that was the middle of March. So I want to say like the 12th, 13th, if that sounds right. Okay. Somewhere around that yeah. time. Yeah. 13th yeah. would have been a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so right around that time, they started, you know, again, kind of almost, you know, wishing us well for the rest of the semester. And I thought to myself, I was like, my goodness, this is, <laughs> this is becoming serious. And then yeah. I think that day or that weekend, uh, the president, I think, really, just uh, on behalf of the entire university, without even really, you know, consulting some of the local or, uh, you know, departments or, or units, decided that we were just going to go two weeks uh, yeah. for spring break, and then obviously, you know, the did, rest you, is history. did you travel anywhere over spring break, or did you stay in Austin? I, I did not travel anywhere over spring break. We had plans. My wife uh, has an aunt who's in Phoenix, Arizona, and our plan was actually just going to take a road trip out that way. Cause I've never been to West Texas. So I was really actually looking forward to that. Um, and thankfully uh, her aunt called us maybe a week or so before we were supposed to leave. And the good news is obviously we didn't have flights because we were driving and she just said, Hey, we should probably just cancel this. And so uh, we ended up staying local and I'm really glad we did.
0: So once the the announcement went out that I know you were going to extend uh, spring break for at least another week, and then it wasn't very long after that that they decided that they weren't going to come back for for spring break, and it was kind of a, a I'm sure there was a dance of you know it's going to be three weeks, four weeks, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and now I believe we've pretty much have has said we're not coming back this this semester. Mm-hmm. What did the law school do to prep you for the reality of shifting to an online
1: school? Sure. Good question again. So so I would say the thing to me about how they handled the entire transition to online is first, I actually think the word decisive comes to mind. Um, they were pretty clear. I don't recall them really giving us much of a, you know, we're just going to try to do this as long as we need to. It was very, very much, all right, we're doing two weeks of spring break and then we're going to be virtual. And um, so once they made that decision, uh, I know for a fact because they were speaking with professors right before spring break about how to instruct in an online environment. And for many of them, they've never done that before. Yeah. So, and, and quite honestly, to the both to the IT department's credit as well as the professor's credit, um, I thought they've all done an outstanding job. Transitioning uh, into that environment, the IT department's um, been very supportive. I, I didn't have any issues related to Zoom per se, but I've had other issues where I've had to contact them and make sure that I could access certain programs. And it, you can tell that they really are staffing that very well uh, because I did not have to wait very long in a queue. And so I think that that's that again. They're they're very focused on getting that right, and making sure that they're there, that they are there to support the students. Right. Um, and the professors um, have been very forgiving with technological issues and understanding when students have to kind of toggle between different screens and things like that. Right.
0: Do the, do the, are the classes live or recorded
1: or a little bit of mix? Uh, both, uh, they are live. Uh, I, with the exception of a few classes that I don't think would have any benefit of, being recorded, for example, like, my, you know, I have an advanced legal writing course that it, you know, the, the material is the material, and I don't think you'd need to go back and listen to the lecture necessarily, but um, the classes that are lecture-based or, you know, kind of Socratic method, those are being recorded as well as being taught in a live environment, and then typically they've been, uh, there's been a panel of students that have been on call, and it really is, as we've kind of come up with a system where, all right, if you're on call, you turn your monitor on, and if you're not, then, you know, turn it off, and that kind of helps create some structure in the environment, which I really like. Um, honestly, the biggest challenge thus far in this entire process, which this is a new term for me, Greg. Have you ever heard of Zoom bombing? Because oh, I've yes, <laughs> yes,
0: yes, we've all we've all yeah. come to uh, to understand
1: what that means. Okay, fair enough. Well, then I won't go into the specifics of it, but they've been very concerned with it, and uh, they've they've really cracked down on uh, the flexibility of using either your own Zoom account or the universities uh, because they wanted to make sure they didn't have any Zoom bombers. Unfortunately, we haven't had any in the classes that I've had, but uh, I have heard some stories that I've heard some
0: stories as well. Well, some uh, some very interesting stories yeah. on, on that. Um, what about uh, your fellow students? how how or have you heard anyone having major issues with communication or not having the technology at at home?
1: Any any issues there? I think that there's there have been some issues. I think fortunately for most students, and it's certainly not all, but most students, you come to law school with a laptop. So uh, with the exception of maybe your Wi-Fi connection being a little slow, uh, there haven't been major issues. Um, there have, however, been some, uh, you know, both students who have had issues getting Zoom to, to work. In fact, I have a, a classmate who I'm participating in a live negotiation with on Monday, and she is have she just simply cannot get zoom to work on her computer, and you wow. know it's it's just tough, and it's one of those things, and you're know, going to have to find ways to adapt and overcome that. So we've got this text thread going where we'll make sure that she's apprised of what's going on, and you know that way we can have a live negotiation yeah. exercise without you know having it too uh,
0: choppy. I'm, uh, I'm I'm just envisioning that you're holding up your iPhone, you know, it's just <laughs> coming coming in on FaceTime and, mm-hmm. and you're you're on Zoom. Uh yeah, we, one of the things we're learning is to be creative in in mm-hmm. how we how we deal with the technology. Well, I think you've you've kind of given me some of it, but can you kind of just walk me through
1: what a typical week of school looks like for you? Sure. So for you know, for me there really aren't that many changes. Um I've been. I'm fortunate that my setup at home is outstanding for an online environment. Um, I invested very early on uh, in having a docking station. I've got a computer screen that's as big as two monitors, so I can do a lot of compare and contrast, uh, both from notes, but then also you know on the briefings and things that I do. I'd say the biggest change has, uh, in in many respects, there's actually I've actually gotten more time back, uh, both from commuting to and from campus, uh, which is about forty minutes total per day. You know, twenty minutes there, twenty minutes okay. back. And then in addition to that, I mean, there are a lot of times between class where maybe it's not long enough to go to the library and get set up and do all those sort of things, but you might have half an hour between two classes and you can, when you're at home and you're already on a docking station, you can just, you know, continue reading or you can do something else that's not necessarily case briefing, but is, is going to help move the needle and advance your cause. Uh, so in a lot of respects, I feel like I've actually got more time back. Um, some of that may be the fact that I have, you know, I, I've I had a professional career before I went to law school, so mm-hmm. I'm familiar with how to be very disciplined and regimented with yeah, Manage your time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: So it's it's been a benefit to me. Well, good. Good. So let's look out. I I know we have a um, aspirational, let's open up on May 1st. I don't think anyone thinks we're going to hit that. But, uh, well, first of all, I know that you've gone uh, mandatory pass fail for Mm -hmm. all all of the classes. Has there been any other disruption as far as, as the rest of the semester, your finals, how, how are those gonna be set up?
1: So the finals is probably the second biggest disruption. Um, I, I know at least two of my classes, they've changed the structure, and I think necessarily so. Um, you know, A couple of them are going to be multiple choice, and then they've switched it to essay-based take-home. So I mean, th- there have been some things that you didn't necessarily plan on at the beginning of the semester that have uh, transitioned how you're gonna approach the final. Um, that's been an interesting uh, experience. Uh, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing from an academic standpoint. Right,
0: right. What about uh, summer? What? How's this affecting your summer plans and your work for the summer?
1: Yeah. So uh, personally, um, I have not gotten anything concrete from my firm, but um, I, I, I do believe we're, we're we're going to have the program. I, I believe that they're evaluating whether or not that's going to be entirely virtual, whether or not that'll be. Uh, entirely in houston or if that will be some combination of both of those uh it's an evolving picture i know just about every firm right now i think almost probably on an hourly basis are evaluating what's going on to try to you know figure out the best way to handle this and and so i anticipate i'll hear back from them definitively very shortly um exactly what will be happening uh but i I do anticipate that they'll be you know having a program this summer and that it'll be again again i just don't know exactly what that'll look like yeah Well, Morgan, thank
0: you very much for taking the time to talk with me. This has been very, very fun. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. Stay safe. All right, man. Take care. Thanks again to Morgan McGreevy, law student at the University of Texas, for joining me. Remember, we may all be in seclusion, but we're in this together. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Glambert. In Seclusion is produced by Janice Anderson. The music is from Jerry David DeSica. I'll see you tomorrow.